Welcome to the most listened to golf in the world, the Fairways of Life show, on air, online, and around the world. With the most candid interviews, unforgettable stories, taking you beyond the ropes. Here's your host, New York Times best-selling author and Golf Channel's Matt Adams. What's going on, folks? Welcome to the program on this Wednesday. Some big news in the golf news cycle the last 24 hours. Henrik Stenson has been named the captain of the European uh, Ryder Cup team, but we'll be getting that to just one second. Also expected today is the first announcement of the SGL. That's Greg Norman's effort that's backed by Saudi Arabia called the Super Golf League, as far as we know at this point. And word is that sometime today they're going to make an announcement as to where their first event is going to be held. We'll see what ripples that causes in the waters of the world of golf. Now, I am on the road once again today. This is our last show this week because tomorrow I'll be hosting the main feed for PGA Tour Live on ESPN+. Plus. I'll also be part of the featured hole coverage later on in the day, and that will be the schedule going forward through Sunday. Then I'll be flying up to Connecticut to host Golf Central for the early part of next week, because remember, it's match play. So we won't have a show on Monday as well because of my, my schedule, but I'll touch base with you from on Tuesday when we're up there and catch up on everything that is going on in and around the world of golf. But like I said, you can catch me if you want uh, over the next couple of days on PGA Tour Live on ESPN+. Plus. So Henrik Stenson named the captain of the European Ryder Cup team. It was a big announcement for Henrik Stenson. And I guess the place to start, this is courtesy of the European Tour, is Henrik, how does it feel? Just a great honor. You, you hope that you, you'll get that honor one day and uh, it's certainly not something you take for, for granted by any means. So um, to have that, uh, that phone call and, and that meeting, um, yeah, it was just very exciting and uh, really looking forward to, uh, to what's ahead of us uh, for the next 18 months. This is a really important moment. Um, for us, we've been working intensively since uh, whistling straight where we didn't get the result we wanted we know we've got to work hard we've got a great winning formula that served the European cause incredibly well often against the odds over the years we now have our captain and the captain will bring his own style and input and make sure things are done his way now we will be working as quickly as possible to get him ready to look at things that need to be done there around the team and everything else as we build towards the big event uh, next year. Maybe I thought I was going to be there as a player, but um, at least I punched my ticket to be there very early now. So uh, I know I'm going to be there, uh, maybe not in the capacity uh, that I thought uh, last September, but um, this, is, uh, this is even bigger than, than being there as a player, I feel. I have to say this is, uh, this is beyond my, my wildest dreams and expectations. Uh, I remember watching Seven Olasabal in the Ryder Cup at the Belfry back in the day and you know just thinking of, of the possibility of playing in the Ryder Cup and I had my debut in 2006 at the K Club and, and then uh, been part of, of Team Europe on and off for, for the next near enough 20 years so uh, to sit here now as the captain it's, it's certainly the, the full circle and, and something I I couldn't have ambition back in the day, so uh, yeah, dreams do come true. Henrik has all the qualities to be a great 
captain. I mean, he's got an incredibly impressive golfing CV. And, and in the Ryder Cup, he's played five times and played with some distinction. He has, as we all know, I mean, a dry a sense of humour and a fantastic, warm personality, ferocious competitor. He's hugely respected by the players, um, admired by everyone involved with the game and uh, at the Ryder Cup. So he has, he has all the skills that are required. Uh, it comes with big responsibilities and uh, I've been, been fortunate enough to, to play under under lots of lots of great captains in the past and uh, take little bits little bits from from what I've learned uh, throughout that journey and uh, hopefully I can mold that into into being my my best version of, of myself and uh, and represent the Ryder Cup and uh, and team Europe the, the best I can uh, during these uh, 18 months I think Henrik is really proud to be the first Swedish captain of, of the Ryder Cup. The, the, the Swedes have had quite an impact. I think nine Swedes have played uh, in the Ryder Cup. Henrik is really delighted to kind of fly the flag for Sweden to be the first Swedish captain. And I, th I think that's very important to him. The Ryder Cup has been uh, a huge part of my, my golfing career. Some of my greatest moments have been with the team at the Ryder Cup. Just the, the thought of, of, of the pride of getting the European shirt on and, and all the, the raw emotions that goes with the win, with the losses. And to now sit here as the, as the Ryder Cup captain is, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's even bigger, I, I feel. U.S. Ryder Cup captain, Zach Johnson. Yeah, he's, uh, he's a great guy. He's a great player, uh, a fierce competitor. I'm excited for him and happy for him that he's the American counterpart and uh, you know when it's when it's business it's business but when it's away from the golf course it's uh, it's someone I really appreciate spending time with and, and he's a great guy so happy to see him and Kim on the on the uh, opposite side. I can't press enough on on the excitement going to Rome it's uh, it's a magnificent city and incredible uh, sites really. You've got the Colosseum, you've got some, some other extraordinary building, you've got the culture, the food, everything that it has to offer. So um, yeah, I think it has the potential to be the, to be the greatest venue of, of them all. He is incredibly keen to hit the ground running. I know he's excited by the prospect. He's got a number of really good thoughts which he'd shared as part of the debrief process following the last Ryder Cup at Whistling Straits. So, uh, yes, I would say he is raring to go and, uh, and ready to put his own stamp on it. Yeah, I think you just pick up little, little bits and pieces here and there. Uh, whether it's from a, from a winning, winning team or a losing team, you always try and strive to become better and build on the, on the things that have been, been going well and, and working well for us. And, and uh, despite losing... Losing this uh, this last edition, we we got a very strong record over the last couple of decades, and uh, yeah, we we're just going to try and build on 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 that and um, and come back uh, even stronger in in Rome. I hope I can be uh, the best captain I can be, of course, and and uh, and be the the players' captain. Uh, I I imagine that I will have played a lot of golf with the with the players that will be on this team uh, and the ones who I potentially don't know that well, uh, I will have the chance to do over the next 18 months. So uh, that's really where I will keep my focus, um, get to know the, the team really well and, and um, create those bonds that we have done in the past. And uh, 
that's, uh, that has been one of the key success uh, for, for Europe. The journey is going to be is going to be great. Something I get to do with with my team, with my family, and with the uh, with the whole of of the the European side. It's going to be a chance to you know grow as a for me as a, as a as a person. I think during this captaincy and and also um, hopefully I can I can implement some of the some of the thoughts that I have. We, we're very very hungry to get the uh, the cup back in Rome, and uh, that's what. What we've got ahead of us, 18 months to prepare and, and try and uh, really do our homework and uh, come out there as, uh, as a strong team and, and really get it back. As you can tell, Henrik Stenson is a player, is a man that is very colorful in the way that he is in front of the camera, the way that he is in front of a microphone. So think about all the press conferences, all the interviews that will take place between now and when the Ryder Cup happens just outside of Rome and how many we're going to get with Henrik Stenson. And then the way that he will match up against State's Ryder Cup captain Zach Johnson. It will be fascinating to see. There is no doubt about that. Now, yesterday we promised you that we would go deeper into the reactions to players who almost got close enough at the Players' Championship. Cam Smith ended up winning by one stroke over Lahiri. We also heard a little snippet yesterday from Keegan Bradley. We're going to go deeper on that today. And what about Paul Casey? Do you know what happened to him on 16, the par five? Said he hit his best drive of the entire day, right down the middle of the fairway. Guess what? You know what? I'm going to hold off and, and use that as a tease. So we'll talk about it in the segment that's coming up because it something happened that I don't know about you guys. I've never seen something like this happen before, ever. And yes, it did very much impact him, negatively impact him. We'll get into it. We'll, we'll give you all the details on what all that means as we move forward. Plus... There was a discrepancy, of course. Daniel Berger hit a shot, same hole, 16th hole. And Joel Damon and Victor Hovland said where he was taking his drop, that's not where it crossed. We'll get into that story in just a little bit here in the Fairways of Life show on this Wednesday. Fascinating. We'll hear from Victor Hovland on the same. The PGA Tour Superstore presents the Fairways of Life show. They are the number one golf retailer in America. They've got all the big brands there. They've got Callaway and they've got TaylorMade and they've got Titleist and they've got Cobra. They've got Ping and they've got Wilson. They've got everybody that you'd be interested in seeing for whatever aspect of your game that you're looking to fill a hole or perhaps you're looking for a whole new set of clubs, a new golf bag, whatever it is. Check them out. PGATourSuperstore.com is a great place to get started. Back with more after this. Ben Hogan demanded perfection in every golf club that bore his name. We still do. Exceptional quality, exceptional craftsmanship, exceptional price. Order your custom-built combo iron set at BenHoganGolf.com. Ireland is home to over 400 courses, including a third of the world's natural links and a selection of exceptional championship courses in amazing locations, as well as hosting the prestigious Ryder Cup, Solheim Cup, and the Open. Experience golf like you never have before from Royal Port Rush, Royal County Down, Port Marnock, Lahinch, Valley Bunyan, or Tralee. Let yourself be embraced by the culture and history and feel the warmth of the Irish people who will make you feel as though you have not left home, but returned to it. For more information, log on to Ireland.com. Want to get ball fit like the pros? Now it's easy. Just grab your phone and a friend. And have them record a video of you hitting a drive. Hello, Senior Tour. I absolutely smoked that. <laughs> anyway, submit your video to BridgestoneGolf.com. You'll receive an email showing your stats. 
and the best Tour B for your game. So get fit and get better. Sweet. You got me on a good day. Are you ready for golf's biggest season ever? Because we are. Our certified fitters are waiting to fit you for free with the latest clubs from Callaway, TaylorMade, Cobra, Titleist, and more. Plus, shop the latest gear and apparel from all your favorite brands. Experience golf's biggest selection under one roof. Don't just shop this season. Shop with the pros at the PGA Tour Superstore. The Fairways of Life show is live weekdays at 8 a.m. Eastern Time and 24-7 on demand as a digital radio and streaming television show. Download the Fairways of Life app and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Log in to fairwaysoflife.com for more information. Are you an E or a C? Both have Ridgeback. These are loaded with tech. Which one are you gaming? Definitely E for me. It's just so forgiving. I'm definitely an E. C is for Cheka. What else? C is for kill it. C is me. Low spinning bombs. So, are you an E or a C? Hmm. I don't know. Hey, wait a minute. Pound for pound, nothing comes close. Created without the constraints of time or money, PXG golf clubs are the most technologically advanced available today. And they are a perfect union of art, science, and engineering. And the PXG experience is unlike any you've had before. After you've been custom fit, your clubs will be built to exacting standards and your exact specs in the USA. So when you hear it, you know. PXG. Nobody builds golf clubs the way we do. Period. Welcome back to the Fairways of Life show as we are live on the road just outside of PGA Tour Entertainment, literally in the shadow of the World Golf Hall of Fame. It is a beautiful place to be here in St. Augustine, Florida. There's a shot that I took yesterday of the sun as it was rising against the World Golf Hall of Fame. And this week I'll be hosting tournaments. The PGA Tour is still in Florida, the Valspar Championship this week. And I'll be doing the thing with Craig Perks. Uh, throughout at least starting on Thursday. I'm not sure if he's will be my partner all the way through the, the week or not, but we sh- shall see how it plays itself out. Yep, there it is, the famed snake pit at Innisbrook. You know, for this whole Florida swing and the, and the four courses that are being used, many times you'll hear players in the PGA Tour say that they find this to be the most interesting, the most challenging golf course of all four, and it will be the one that concludes what has ended very through the state of Florida in the year 2022. Now, as to that, a couple days ago, it wrapped up just down the road from where we are right now at the players. And, of course, Cam Smith was able to win that championship. Ultimately, went to the at t with a three-stroke lead, but he left with just a one-shot victory over Anabon Lahiri. And so Lahiri, in this sound, reacts to how he's feeling and how do you judge whether you judge it by how close you got or the fact that you were knocking on the door. So this is from two weeks ago, February 25th, screenshot, Honda Classic Week. T- strokes gained off the T29th, around the green, fourth putting, 15th, 144th approach the green. My only goal coming in was to change that, and I did. So I look at it as a successful week. Of course, I mean, I mean, I want to win. Uh, I've been here seven years. Uh, I haven't gotten over the line yet, so. That's definitely a monkey I want to get off my back. Uh, today was as good an opportunity as any. Um, and I guess, you know, at one point on 16, I thought it was kind of out of reach. But again, birding 17 and then 
can kind of open the door, but uh, you know, I, I gave it a good go. Um, made some mistakes today that you know I could have avoided, but that's golf. I'm, I, you know, I'm, I picked up a few shots too, so I'm I'm, I'm happy. You know, this is. This is a really positive week for me going forward. For me, I'm I'm just relieved, you know. Uh, I've gone through two years of playing horrible, and uh, and I've, I've the last time I contended in a field this good was Memorial maybe five years ago, or even that was a backdoor second i shot seven under on sunday but i never really contended contended to maybe valhalla i mean it's been a long time since i've been in this position and since i've played like this in that position in a quality field like this so there's it's huge because you know when you go through such a lean period for such a long time you start asking yourself man was that a flash in the pan what are you doing you haven't played good in so long and your belief takes a hit so this for me is you know, I'm going to re-cement the foundation and work upwards from here. Okay, so stack and sound for you coming out of Lahiri. He was talking about just how close he came. First of all, Paul Casey, see the shot that's on your screen? That's the par 3 17th. Behind it is the green for the par 5 16th. Paul Casey hits his drive. It goes in. It's, it, it's embedded, right? You think, okay, well, he gets relief. He didn't. It wasn't his impact crater it was not where his ball pitched it was another his just rolled into the hole no relief as a result he was forced to lay up and thus face some fate unrolled such as it did fascinating comments for him oh, you need a little bit of luck sometimes don't you and um that wasn't very good luck was it um i mean i, I still wanted deep down i wanted to go for it out of that lie but it just it, it felt too risky um I could still make birdie and then who knows what happens over the last two I mean look what happened over the last the last hole so it would have been brave but maybe foolish to try to go for it but it's a shame he's the best driver here all day Ooh. no I've just played a really really good round of golf in difficult conditions around sawgrass shot 69 with maybe one bogey um, and some breaks that didn't go my way I mean can play, you have to, and then you have to tip your cap at Cam and play f phenomenal golf. Um, he won this tournament. I don't know, I haven't thought about it yet. Really happy for Shannon being on the bag this week. You know, Shannon struggled with, with, um, you know, getting the bag he wants, and he was brilliant on the bag. Um, you know, I don't, I don't compare people to Johnny. That's unfair. I don't compare caddies. I mean, everybody's different. But um, Shannon's a damn good caddy. Um, and so, you know, when, when sometimes it sounds silly, doesn't it? But you know, you know the life out here for some of the caddies. When work is sparse, it's very nice to make a big check and give a big percentage of that to uh, the guy standing next to you. Cool comment from Paul Casey about his caddy this week. Okay, next is, I'm going to play a couple in a row here for you. First of all, Keegan Bradley. And kind of sad emoji face uh, Keegan Bradley on this one. And I'm not saying that to make fun of Keegan Bradley. The reason why we're playing you this sound and playing it in the depth that we are is to show you the depths of passion and doing what they're doing Bradley, a penalty uh, during the course of this week, what could have been from him. And then finally, you're going to hear from... Victor Hovland, as I promised. He was playing in the sixth hole alongside of Joel Damon and Daniel Berger. Berger hitting his second shot. It caromed off to the right and into the water. And when Berger went to take his drop, 
Victor Hovland was the first to say it, but Joel Damon backed him and said, I don't think it, that was where you cross. I think it was back here. Uh, so there was this long conversation that ensued because remember, you see every shot now in the, in the world of the players and the coverage for, for us at PGA Tour Live at EN Plus and all the rest. And so ultimately, Berger ended up dropping back where, where they thought that he should. They had brought in a rules official, and the rules official said, you know what, guys, do good comments from Daniel Berger afterwards saying it played out the way it should have. He did what he should have, have done, even though he didn't believe that that's where he ended up out of the integrity of the game, hitting from where they thought that he should. And then Victor Hovland did on the same. So here's sound from Egan and Victor. Uh, man, I'm so bummed out. That was uh, that was tough. I, uh, I I played really well today. Really well all week. I mean, I had a two shot penalty on Friday. Still was right there. Um, yeah, I'm sorry. I'm having a hard time thinking of words to say, but I'm I'm pretty bummed out. But proud of the way I played. Uh, Probably the way Scotty and I battled out there. Yeah, I mean, the, figured I probably had to make birdie to have any chance. So it's probably not a shot that I probably would have tried, or, you know, otherwise. But trying to win the tournament. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, just man, I just I played so good. But um, it's a bummer. But. You know, it's a big event that I was up near the lead with, with a chance to win on Sunday. So that's always good. Well, first off, I think the USGA needs to smarten up and change that rule. It's so silly. They, they, they try to make the rules easier, and they, they never get it right. But, uh, I, you know, I've been playing pretty good for a while. Um, you know, I've been working hard at home at the Grove with my coach, Darren May. And things have been going really good. You know, I've, I've played really well this started this year. I haven't really, I've had a lot of good top 20s, top 15s. And, you know, I was talking to you know, Scotty and my coach earlier this week in the practice rounds, and everyone was like, just be ready, because one of these weeks soon, coming down on the back nine, you're going to be there. So just let's just be ready. And then, you know, I had that two-shot penalty, and it didn't even phase me. It pissed me off, really. And I, it made me more focused. So, um you know, this is not an easy golf course. Every shot is hard. Every single one you hit has got water or something going on, especially with 30-mile-an-hour winds. I tried to tell myself on Friday, they told me on the second hole, which was my 11th, and it's blowing 30 miles an hour. I was three under at the time, or two, I forget. And it got me so pissed off that it refocused me. And I tried to tell myself that maybe I don't, I think I played the rest of the holes one under, Maybe I don't play those holes one under without, because it was so difficult, the conditions. And I tried to tell myself that that maybe is going to make me shoot a lower score in the end. Um, who knows? You know, who knows if I can't 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 tell at this point. But, uh, you know, it was a fluke thing. I was saying a million things had to happen all at once for this to happen. It was perfect timing. It was the gust. You know, if I take one second longer or one second shorter, this never happens. Um, I've spoke to a bunch of the guys, you know, not one player knows this rule. We all thought common sense says you put your coin down, that's where your ball is. I didn't want to break the rules by moving my coin. You know, I was trying to, to do the right thing. Um, but, you know, this day and age, you know, you, 
if you do something like that, you're, it's going to be seen. Thank God they did, or I could have been DQ. No, I moved it. I put the coin down, and as I'm going to grab it, the huge right. gust went and it went. And the, the rule actually states you have to pick the ball up. So the coin means nothing for, for whatever reason that no one I, – I'm, I'd like to hear the USGA's explanation for that. They seem to, like, to screw everything up. But uh, uh, I'll know that going forward, and I know a lot of the guys I spoke to inside – That'll help them, hopefully. Yeah, I mean, it felt yeah. really great. I was actually kind of pleasantly surprised at how calm I was. I really felt calm. I really, I was having fun. I, I wasn't uncomfortable in the slightest. Mm -hmm. I, you know, it's this is in this is a course when you're in 50th place, you can feel uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. So, I, I truthfully, I really felt good. I, 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 I feel great when I get myself in those positions. So, you know, I hope to do that more the rest of the year. Yeah, just I mean, get I, back to where it was, and, and I just kind of wondered: did you take it for granted it a little bit because it happened so quickly? Not really. I, you know, I, I sort of expected it, you know, early on. So I guess you could say I did, but I, I really, I felt like I was a good enough player to be on those teams, and I feel like I can, I can bring a lot to those to those teams, especially now that I'm older. You know, um, I watch all those tournaments, and I would kill to be on those teams, and I. I feel like I will be. Um, yeah, I would say so. Um, I feel like my, my chipping actually wasn't that bad this week. It was mainly the first day um, I double from a greenside bunker, and that kind of hurt me the whole week. But um, I, I feel like I, I chipped it okay uh, most of the tournament up until, um, which one is it, 12 uh, on the back nine here, and kind of rambled off a little bit. But, yeah, I, I mean – I hit a lot of good chips, but there's uh, there's still those a couple of uh, chips that that hurt me too much uh, each tournament, and obviously my fighting this week was uh, yeah I couldn't make anything this week. I think it's a little bit of both. Um, I frankly don't practice it, it enough, um, and uh, then when I'm put in those uh, situations, it's not like you know it's such a short stroke or you have kind of time to control things when you're when you're chipping instead of when you're hitting a drive it's just you know one two and then it just goes um whereas uh in chipping you know the the, the small differences become um you know they can you know if you hit it just be behind the ball you know it changes the outcome a lot so i think it's a little bit of both but i've had weeks where you know, I, I chip it great, and then I have confidence throughout the week, and I chip it awesome. Uh, but then other weeks, you know, if I haven't hit many ch chip shots the whole week, and then suddenly I have one that's a little awkward, it's uh, I, I think I have a tendency of maybe guiding it a little too much. Yeah, so obviously I was in kind of more of the left side of the fairway. Um, Berger hitting from the right side, and Joel was kind of in the middle. Um, but as soon as Daniel hit it, uh, in the air, he said, "Oh, water ball," and then I, you know, I was I was watching the whole flight, and it was just right, short right of uh, the green in the water on 16. And from my perspective, obviously, I was a little further re left than Daniel. Um, I, in my opinion, I did not think um, the ball started very far left of the pin. It looked like it kind of started at the pin and then cut towards the end uh, because the wind was also a little bit off the left. Um, he obviously thought that 
he started it way left of the pin, and then he kind of cut hard at the end, but that's not what Joel and I saw. Um, I'm not going to put words in, in Joel's mouth, but um, he was closer to Daniel's line, and we both you know, saw the same thing, that he kind of started pretty close to the pin and then cut to the right at the end, um, therefore not really crossing um, all the way up there close to the green. Uh, we thought it was closer to the to the grass bunker there, just just past it. Um, and uh, yeah, we had a little discussion about it. Yeah, I mean it's it's not a it's not a fun conversation. Um, you know, his Daniel's game is is great, and I have massive respect for him as a player. And um, but at the end of the day, we got to protect the field and protect the, all the other guys. Um, it's not a fun conversation, but when you when you strongly believe in something, you kind of have to stand your ground and. And um, yeah, it ended up um, being somewhat of a compromise. Um, he uh, he dropped a little bit further up than than Joel and I kind of thought, but um, we we ended up making a compromise, and, and that's where he hit it from. Um, I mean, not really. I mean, we we try to keep it professional. I mean, it's not like we're trying to to dog on Daniel and try to screw him over. I mean, it's just that's what we believe, and he obviously felt strongly the other way. It's just what it is. I'm not accusing him of every, anything. I mean, it's golf. The golf ball is in the air for a couple seconds. I mean, it's it's uh, tough to exactly pinpoint where it crossed and, and not. But um, you know, Joel, Joel and I saw it in, in one way, and he saw it differently. Boyne Golf provides the ultimate world-class golf destination with 10 championship-caliber courses spanning three resorts. Centered in Michigan's northern Lower Peninsula, the courses are the products of some of the game's masters, including Robert Trent Jones Sr., Arthur Hills, and Donald Ross. From the all-inclusive vacation packages, elite instruction with the Boyne Golf Academy, tournaments, and so much more, Boyne Golf truly offers an unrivaled Michigan golf vacation experience. Just log on to BoyneGolf.com. Today, there are smarter phones, smarter cars, smarter everything. So Bridgestone Golf's engineers thought, why not a smarter golf ball? Introducing the new Tour B with a smart reactive IQ cover that delivers more power off your driver and more control off your wedges. Try Bridgestone's new Tour B with reactive IQ cover. The smarter Tour Ball. The Fairways of Life show is live weekdays at 8 a.m. Eastern time and 24-7 on demand as a digital radio and streaming television show. Download the Fairways of Life app and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Log in to fairwaysoflife.com for more information. Ben Hogan demanded perfection in every golf club that bore his name. We still do. Exceptional quality. Exceptional craftsmanship. Exceptional price. Order your custom-built Equalizer 2 wedges at benhogangolf.com. Are you ready for golf's biggest season ever? Because we are. Our certified fitters are waiting to fit you for free with the latest clubs from Callaway, TaylorMade, Cobra, Titleist, and more. Plus, shop the latest gear and apparel from all your favorite brands. Experience golf's biggest selection under one roof. Don't just shop this season. Shop with the pros at the PGA Tour Superstore. Created without the constraints of time or money, PXG golf clubs are the most technologically advanced available today. And they are a perfect union of art, science, and engineering. 
And the PXG experience is unlike any you've had before. After you've been custom fit, your clubs will be built to exacting standards and your exact specs in the USA. So when you hear it, you know. PXG. Nobody builds golf clubs the way we do, period. Nestled amongst the hills of the Hoosier National Forest resides a classic American destination, the French Lick Resort. Experience the ultimate in golf at the Pete Dye Course at French Lick, voted number one course in Indiana on Golf Week's Best You Can Play for 10 years in a row. The Donald Ross Course at French Lick has been named Indiana's number two course in Golf Week's Best You Can Play rankings every year since 2011. Come experience old world opulence amid modern comfort served with Midwestern charm. Visit FrenchLick.com. 